Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Hello again, dear ones. Dr. Robert with you here on a Friday evening. It's five o'clock on the Mountain Time Zone, and that means it is time for the good news. That opportunity I take each week to share some of the good news stories that I have found and I believe will be great conversation starters for you throughout the weekend. And as you all may know by now, it's not just me. I am saying a big, huge thank you to Reverend Barbara Jean and Reverend Michael Mangus uh, for all of their support over the last few weeks, uh, four or five weeks maybe even now, uh, that I have been off and on vacation and I came back and it wasn't my week. And so here I am. It feels like it's been forever since I've been here with you on the good news. Thanks for being with us. Please feel free, drop a comment, chime along, chat along. Let us know you're out there. Let us know what you think about our good news stories here this evening. And if you would like to send us a good news story, if you see a story you think we should be covering, send us an email, goodnews at ntmedia.org. That's goodnews at ntmedia.org. All right, let's jump into it. First up tonight, Big tech companies sign a pact to fight AI-generated election misinformation in an unprecedented year. Yes. Now, for the past 16 years, there's been a conference known as the Munich... um, Where did I just lose it? Uh, There it is. Music. The Munich Security Conference. Uh, Normally, it's a bunch of people talking about defense contracts and trying to win contracts for defense uh, things. And but this year was different. And a number of different companies, including Meta, OpenAI, X, TikTok, Microsoft, McAfee and Amazon came together and wrote uh, an agreement to limit and help combat any election misinformation. Now, the companies pointed out that 2024 is going to bring more elections to more people than any year in history, with more than 40 countries, including two of the three largest democracies in the world, and more than 4 billion people choosing their leaders and representatives through our right to vote, the intention with the agreement of the agreement is to combat deceptive AI election content 
such as, quote, convincing AI-generated audio, video, and images that deceptively fake or alter the appearance, voice, or actions of political candidates, election officials, and other key stakeholders in a democratic election, or that provide false information to voters about where, when, and how they can lawfully vote. It says a lot. Now, uh, some say it doesn't quite go far enough, and I'll say I noticed that uh, uh, Alphabet, Google, and uh, YouTube are not represented here in this list of people of companies that signed. Again, that was Meta, the home, home company for uh, Instagram, Facebook, and others, OpenAI X, formerly known as Twitter. We're going to say that for a few more years. TikTok, Microsoft, McAfee, and Amazon are those that signed on uh, senior associate director of the elections project at the bipartisan policy center said, I think we should get credit where credit is due and acknowledge that the companies do have a vested interest in their tools, not being used to undermine free and fair elections. The companies and their statement said as leaders and representatives of organizations that value and uphold democracy, we recognize the need for a whole of society response to these developments throughout the year. We are committed to doing our part as technology companies while acknowledging that the deceptive use of AI is not only a technical challenge, but a political, social, and ethical issue and hope uh, and hopes others will com similarly commit to actions across society. Well, it may not be everything that's necessary, uh, but it is definitely uh, necessary and it's moving us forward. Sounds like good news to me. I hope you believe so as well. All right, next up, I love this story too because I have used TerraCycle products. TerraCycle is a global foundation uh, and it reached an impressive milestone last month as it announced they have removed over 2 million pounds of waste from rivers, canals, and waterways. Now, since its founding, the nonprofit has targeted ocean pollution right at its source, the waterways. Uh, they figure if you can get it uh, the pollution before it gets into the ocean, we've got a better, we've got a better, easier cleanup. Now uh, they do send their waste. Uh, they send waste directly to. Um, <clears throat> sorry, uh, over 100 tons have been diverted and recycled at this point. Now, because the foundation is founded by a New Jersey-based TerraCycle. Uh, which has been around for a couple of decades. They're known for turning plastic waste into useful items, uh, such as wristbands and uh, bags and things of that nature. Uh, so therefore, they're using what they scrape off the rivers to go into their system of creating uh, recyclable materials from that. Operating the canals through Bangkok and Thailand, TerraCycle's world-class river waste prevention systems are implemented with the local community and governments to address the complex challenge of collecting waste before it enters and pollutes the global aquatic system. Now, the company, the foundation is currently operating wildlife safe trip river trap trips in Thai canal uh, traps, excuse me, on Thai canals to recover waste directly from the water. That's part of the pictures you see there on your screen. Good work happening in Thailand and across the planet and innovative ways of stopping the problem before it gets too out of hand. 
we can get the plastics in the rivers and the and the and the byways, the waterways. It just makes a lot of sense. Here's a story, however, I think that makes not just a lot of sense, uh, but a whole lot more than sense. Uh, California's Department of Healthcare Services launched two free behavioral health digital services for all families with kids, teenagers, and young adults up to the age of 25. Uh, they've selected two platforms, Brightline for young kids and Kuth's Solana for young adults and teens to the, be the cornerstone of their governor's children and youth behavioral health initiative. The tools are free for all California families, regardless of income or health insurance. If you're not in Canada, it uh, doesn't mean you might, you might be able to use these tools. They might just cost you something. Uh, you'd have to check out a little bit more. But this is good news for, for Californians. The behavioral health service virtual services platform will give access to services early on, reduce, reducing the likelihood of escalation to more serious health, mental health concerns. Uh, this includes free coaching, educational content, assessments and tools, care navigation services, peer communities, and also crisis and safety protocols. Uh, of course, as these are apps, they've had to build in some strict privacy and confidentiality requirements. You can look for Bright Life Kids uh, on Apple iOS. Start uh, is available now. It's uh, and scheduled to be released on the Android App Store later this year. Uh, you can also reach out via their website, CalHope. That's C-A-L-H-O-P-E dot org. And check it, invite you to check that out and uh, learn more about what they're doing in California. Good work. Good work. Good work. All right. Hey, I need to take a quick break and let you learn a little bit more about some of the sponsors and what's happening around New Thought Media Network. But I've got a whole lot more good news coming your way. So please don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment or so. It was a treat. It was a bonding. It was a celebration of men. It was a celebration of men who want to deepen in their spiritual awareness of one another, of themselves. Welcome. We are a brotherhood of spiritually minded and open-hearted positive men. We invite you to join us. And I came in knowing one person. I left knowing all of the group. And I feel like I came in knowing meeting strangers, but knowing and leaving brothers. Come experience the New Thought Men's Gathering, Foundations 2024. Friday, March 15th through Sunday, March 17th. With Reverend Robert Brzezinski, Reverend Patrick Creelman, Reverend Eamon Duffy and special guest musician Jamie Lula. In Vernonia, Oregon, at Camp Cedar Ridge. Learn more and register at www.newthoughtmens.community.
And we're back with more of the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. It's Friday evening. So grateful that you're spending some time with me, learning more about some of these good news stories that have found their way across my desk this week. And this one, oh my gosh, golly gee, a Belgian boy is the first child in the world to have been cured of a rare brain cancer. They say it's, uh, this is Lucas. Now, um, Lucas has a, uh, as you can see in the, uh, it, it's a really weird name for a brain cancer. Uh, however, the advances in medical science are extraordinary. And while the two-year survival rate for this specific type of cancer is only 10%, uh, and there is no drug available for its treatment beyond radiotherapy, uh, again, the survival rate is uh, the two-year survival rate is about ten percent. However, Lucas uh, and his family traveled from Belgium to, to Belgium to France to pay, take part in a randomized controlled trial called the Biomed trial, looking for medications to combat this disease. Lucas was randomly assigned the drug Everolimus. I think that's how we say it, uh, which he took for four, more than five years with remarkable success. Now, seven other children in the trial have survived, uh, but none have had their tumors disappear as quickly as Lucas has. His doctor, Jacques Grill, said he has never seen uh, such a rapid decrease in uh, brain tumors in his career. They uh, are considering Lucas is uh, is actually undergoing further study uh, and has agreed to help try to figure out what it is about he him and his case uh, that made him so lucky and made it so uh, easy for him to to recover and come back from this. Uh, all of his brain cancer has uh, disappeared. Uh, it is a, a great story. All right, Lucas, happy for you. Hey, here's one that, uh, well, you know, lately, if you've been following what I'm doing in the world, uh, we've got, uh, we'd like to do some monkeying around, as it were. Now, this is a story of what's known as the Skywalker Gibbon. Uh, it's only been known to science for six years. And recently, a second colony of the Skywalker Gibbon was found living on the nation of Myanmar. Now, this is also called the Hulak Gibbon. It's a dainty little thing that uh, first described in 2017, living in the extreme south of China on the mountain of Yunnan. It's classified as endangered as there were estimated to be only 150 individuals living in that colony. Uh, they, we were able to genetically identify 44 new groups of Skywalker Gibbons in Myanmar. That's according to the senior author of the study, Tierra Smiley Evans. She's a research faculty at the UC Davis School of Veterinary Medicine. Uh, this is a huge resource and a success story for Miramar. Now, uh, the, the gibbons sing to each other at dawn for about 22 minutes and consume 36 different plant species, choosing first their fruit and then eating flowers later in the day. Uh, they seldom sleep in the same tree two nights in a row to avoid pred predators and can't swim, so are often confined to territories by river systems. 
The Again, uh, our author said, I am delighted with our field team members who have done an excellent job within a short period of time building a community trust for, for further conservation actions. This area is degraded forest, and it's really important that Myanmar and China to consider extending conservation approaches for the Skywalker Gibbon to the new this new geographic area and colonies. Nearly 32,000 square kilometers or about 8 million acres of forest land in eastern Miramar are suitable gibbon habitat. And while existing forest reserves are quite large, they remain unprotected. For this reason, the survey team recommended they remain cons uh, that they keep the gibbons on the endangered list for the time being until habitat protections can be improved. I love the, the monkeys, all the different types of monkeys. Uh, such a great, uh, such, just such great stories of their survival and their return. And uh, over the last several years, we've featured many, many good stories in that regard. Hey, and you know, over the last number of years, we have uh, we have also seen a lot of really, really good stories, especially around forests. And this is one of those. A century's worth of tree planting stalls the warming effect in the eastern United States, according to a new study. Uh, the century of gradual reforestation across American eastern and southeast has kept the region cooler than it otherwise would have been. We're talking 1.8 to 3.6 degrees Fahrenheit annually. Uh, that's cooler than nearby grasslands and croplands. The strongest effect is seen in the summer when the cooling amounts to 3.6 to 9 degrees Fahrenheit. Over the last 25 years of accelerated reforestation around the world might significantly pay off in lowering the overall temperature of planet Earth. And if we know, that is going to be a necessity. The younger the forest, the more this cooling effect was detected with forest trees between 20 and 40 years old offering the coolest temperatures underneath. Mallory Barnes, an environmental scientist at Indiana University, said the reforestation has been remarkable, and we've shown this has translated into the surrounding air temperatures. Moving forward, we need to think about tree planting not just as a way to absorb carbon dioxide, but also the cooling effects in adapting for climate change to help cities be resilient against these very hot temperatures. Who would have known, folks? The shade tree is coming to our rescue. It's a good thing we've been planting them this last hundred years and helping that growth to happen. Good news on the eastern seaboard of the U.S. And hey, while we're talking about uh, carbon and forests, and all that, let me tell you about a Bolivian experience. A Bolivian town protects a million acres of Amazon rainforest, building a conservation mosaic of around 90% of the Bolivian forest completely. Now, in most countries, executive uh, governments take action that create big protected areas of wild lands, but in Bolivia, the announcement of an establishment of truly gargant uh, a, a huge patch of protective forest credit must be given to the ordinary people of the country. In the municipality of Sena, with a population of about 2,500, a law was just created to protect 452,000 or close to 1.1 million acres of Amazon rainforest. 
The law was overseen by and passed for the benefit of peasants and indigenous communities per a statement from the mayor's office. Uh, now, this is a rather complex story because it also involves the saving of the Brazil nut uh, population and allowing the locals, the so-called peasants and indigenous communities, to harvest Brazil nuts as well. Overall, uh, we're enhancing the eco ecological significance of he uh, our healthy populations of mammals like the jaguar and others that live in the area. Beyond tangible effects, the forest itself is estimated to hold 9.2 million tons of irrecoverable carbon. Now, what this means is if that land were to be cut, and that forest was to be decimated, and we release that 9.2 million tons of carbon that it is holding into the air, into the atmosphere, there's no way to recover that. There's no way to account for that. Uh, these are important forests, and they are being saved uh, bit by bit. In the past 25 years, Bolivian towns like Sena have protected 10 million contiguous hectares. It's about 25 million acres. Uh, of Bolivian Amazon, an area nearly the size of Iceland, and it's put it all together piece by piece. I call this the Michael Singer effect. If a piece of property comes available for purchase next to us, we buy it. And if those familiar with Michael Singer know that uh, it uh, helped supported him to grow a 7,500-acre retreat center uh, in Arkansas. Great story happening here out of the Bolivian Amazon rainforest. Good news all around. Folks, we're going to take another quick break. Uh, let a couple more things, let you know a little bit more about what we're doing here at New Thought Media Network. But I've got our whole third segment coming up right after this, including this week's Hero of the Week. Please stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment or so. Thank you to our organizational sponsors, including the Hefferlin Foundation, Affiliated New Thought Network, International New Thought Alliance, Science of Mind Archives and Library Foundation, Center for Spiritual Living Denver, Center for Spiritual Living Midtown, New Thought Philadelphia, Planned Happiness Institute, Summit Center for Spiritual Living, one Heart Retreats, Center for Spiritual Living on the Lake, Unity Kitchener, Unity Spiritual Center, Ottawa, Ohm Center for Spiritual Living, Satya Center, Begin Within Ministries, Center for Spiritual Living, North Jersey, Unity of Savannah, and the Center for Spiritual Living, Seattle, as well as all of our individual donors. Thank you for being part of the New Thought Media Network. 
please like, share, and subscribe. New Thought Media Network, positively inspiring. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our organizational sponsors and individual donors that make this network possible. We appreciate you. And yes, please come join our new community platform. Head over to the website, ntmedia.org. Click on the link up top that says community. It'll lead you right over into signing up and joining our new community platform. It's a great place to get to know more about New Thought Media Network, our show hosts, and all that we're doing on this world and in this in this way to bring this mighty message forward to people across the world. All right, let's get back into it. I love this story. When a preschool was opened inside a dementia care home, all heaven broke loose. This is happening over in England. Uh, you know the old saying, it takes a village to raise a child. Well, sometimes it takes a child to raise a village or it takes a village to raise a village. Uh, what's happening is this uh, a company called Belong. What a great name. Uh, they're a nonprofit operator of senior homes specializing in dementia care across the United Kingdom. And they're bringing together young and old for learning and sharing. Stimulation, learning, and fun, these are all activities that are known to delay the progression of dementia. And what better way to add these critical elements to the life of a daily regime than to let a flock of preschoolers in the room? The pioneering facility supports older people who live their lives independently with access to several shops and services on site. This brings in locals uh, from around the area so we get a multi-generational experience. Uh, the UK charity Ready Generations partner with Belong to run the village's day-to-day uh, day -day child nursery. Children feature in the daily life of residents and tenants enjoying experiences together, including shared mealtime stories, arts and crafts, exercise, and more. Uh, breaking the mold of more traditional care environments, the $24.5 million state-of-the-art village incorporates six family-sized 24-hour care households. 23 independent living apartments, as well as the children's nursery, surrounding, uh, centered around a vibrant hub of amenities, including a bistro, hair salon, and specialist exercise studios. The site is open to the public as well. Uh, there are, uh, I was able to find a reference to the Integrated Learning Center at Mount St. Vincent Nursing Home in Seattle, where a similar experiment is happening here in the U.S., uh, they've got 400 adults in an assisted living center uh, that are joined by children for daily activities, uh, storytelling, and just hanging out and visiting as well. Good news on the care front as well. And hey, here's a story that really caught my attention. I'm going to hurry up here as I'm running out of time. But I want you to meet Larry Farish and, and Levi. Uh, Levi was having a bad day when he realized he didn't have any pajamas for the school pajama day and, uh, and shared his dismay with his bus driver, Larry. Well, Larry's been on the job about seven years now. So most of the children he sees, he treats as if, uh, they were his own and felt so bad for Levi that after he dropping off at school, he ran down to the local dollar store picked up a few different sets of pajamas, brought them back to the school, and Levi was able to pick the ones he wanted. 
uh, as well as I guess a couple other kids got some free pajamas as well. Thank you, Larry, for being a great guy and living the philosophy of oneness. And here is another great story. This one comes to us from Michigan in 2017. Uh, Je uh, Jennifer Fluels uh, lost, uh, ended up in a coma due, due to a, a motorcycle, an act of, I knew this story beforehand. Uh, um, she ended up in a car accident and in a coma. That happened, that continued for about five years uh, with healthcare providers uh, telling her mother, Peggy, to pull the plug to let her go, uh, encouraging her pretty much every day uh, that Jennifer would never return to the woman she knew. Uh, however, Peggy never did give up hope. And uh, after five years in August of 2022, while they were, uh, while uh, Jennifer laughed at a joke that Peggy made. After five years, she laughed at her mother's joke. Now, in the following weeks, with speech therapy and Peggy's support, Jennifer progressed and started making uh, vowel sounds and even spelling out words. In less than a year, she returned home full time. Last fall, Jennifer attended her son Julian's high school football games, and that fulfilled a dream for both of them. Congratulations, Jennifer and Peggy and the entire family. Folks, we can never give up hope. We can never let go. We always have to hold on to the dream and, and continue uh, to believe that's how important it is, and that's how it works. All right. Yeah, we're running into overtime, but it is our time for our hero of I'd like to introduce you to Lily Baker. Lily is 18. She lives in Giles County, Tennessee. And not long ago, she was on her way to meet some friends when she noticed that an older woman was struggling to navigate a railroad crossing in a wheelchair. Now, without hesitation, Lily jumped out of the car, rushed over to assist. However, uh, they did not have a good go of it. And both Lily and the elderly woman fell repeatedly uh, as they struggled to get off the tracks. As the pair were getting to their feet, Lily suddenly realized the danger that was fast approaching. Uh, the blaring horn and flashing lights caught her eyes. And she said, quote, oh, no, we got to go now. Uh, that's Lily referring to that horrifying moment. Uh, she did manage to pull both herself and the elderly woman to safety just seconds before the train flew past them. In fact, the elderly woman was hit by the train. Uh, it spun her around. She is recovering from, uh, from major leg injuries that were sustained during the accident. Lily's swift and courageous actions have garnered widespread praise with the community, all expressing gratitude for her selfless act that prevented a potential tragedy on the railroad tracks that day. Lily, we want to throw in our congratulations and name you our hero of the week. There we go, folks. That's our edition of the good news this week. I want to thank you for being with us. Please stay tuned to New Thought Media Network in just a half an hour. Reverend Michael's here with his fireside chat and later tonight our evening prayers tomorrow morning at nine it's our dear brother reverend lz Sekou 
sharing the science of mind and spirit Saturday morning conversation series. That happens every week at 9 a.m. Rev Z from Center for Spiritual Living Denver will be with us tomorrow. All right, I'm Rev Robert. I'm out of here for now. And I want you to know I love you. I think you're amazing. And I look forward to being with you again real soon. But until then, I wish you peace and richest blessings. Bye now.